Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay. And guess what, listeners? This is our 100th episode. Wow, who'd have thought it? A couple of years ago when I thought about doing this podcast, about sharing what I do, what fantastic people around the world do, I never thought we'd get here. But thank you for your time, listeners. As I said, this is A Magical Life Episode 100, and we are joined again by Seth Dietlin. Welcome back, Seth. Thank you for having me again. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Now, today we really want to explore what you do. What is the Miracle Method? Well, the Miracle Method is sort of practicalizing what I have learned over the last 20 years of communicating with the angels. And it came to me in a dream with the angels. They took me into a dream and they pointed out that there are three aspects of mastering life, or they could be also even three steps. And we don't have to take them necessarily in this chronological order, but we usually do. The first is to wake up and discover that we have a higher mind. Whatever that, whatever that looks like for us. And intuition is the initial portal into that. So what we do is we become consciously aware. And from that level of consciousness, we begin to consciously create our reality. The second part, once we do that, is that we discover that we have the ability to increase the levels of self-love. So self-love is the second piece of that. And self-love isn't just looking in the mirror and saying, I'm so pretty. It's actually a love that comes from our soul to the being that's courageous enough to take the journey here. And then the third sort of key, the angels call it, to the miracle method is redesigning your belief system. And the belief system is something that's usually the block for most people in creating their own reality, myself included. But how we understand that is that we're limited to create by the beliefs that we have. So if I believe that I live in a city full of narcissistic people, those are only the people that I'm going to meet. But once I change my belief, for example, that I live in a city full of amazing, loving, interesting people, then all of a sudden that's who I'm going to meet. 
And where that becomes really more practicalized is when we're wanting to transcend our current reality, which is a product of our past belief systems, whatever that might be. Your show deals with weight, so that would be one of them, maybe, for someone. The other could be their current level of wealth or wealth consciousness or success or anything like that. So we want to get to the level where we want to be. We're going to want to destroy some beliefs that have held us there. And some of these beliefs, quite frankly, according to the angels, are beliefs that give us the ability to see our reality as more malleable than we agree or believe or have been misled to believe. And almost like, I would say, as if our soul stepped into a hologram to have this experience. And the angels have pointed out how we actually do live in an experience that is that intricately created by our thoughts and our beliefs. So many people are switched off from, I guess, how their their spiritual pathway works. And we've heard a lot about, you know, what you put out is what you get back. Almost like if you're walking and you think, don't trip, don't trip, don't trip. The next thing you trip. People seem amazed by that connection. What are some easy ways that people can create a better day each day, starting with the moment they get out of bed, that actually incorporate what the brain, the conscious and the subconscious are telling them? That's a great question. The first place that I would start is by dividing the brain in two. So one is the logical mind and the other is the higher conscious mind. And we know which one we're focused on by how we feel. When we're in the logical mind, we feel restricted. We feel limited. Well, we constantly remember all of our failures. And some people refer to this as the ego. I refer to it as the logical mind. But this part of us is always time traveling either into the past or the future, any place where it could provoke suffering. Now, on the converse side, we have our higher awareness, which is let's call it our soul's intelligence. And the minute that we tap into that and we try to stay in that, we do what we can to stay in that. We create practices where we can stay at. Get up in the morning, write the morning pages. So you write a couple pages in like a diary or a journal. It'll actually switch you out of your logical mind and into your seat of power. And we know when we're in that place because we feel expansive. We feel alive. And this is why we do anything that we do to get this feeling. For some people, it might be drugs. For some people, it might be a new Ferrari. But whatever it is, what we're really after is that expansive feeling of aliveness, of being connected to our authentic and higher self. And so when we begin to create habits throughout our day, whatever they might be, that allow us to stay as much as we can in that higher conscious mind, we can still have a job and do that. Where I really tapped into this, I was actually selling cars for BMW. And that's a very logical and linear job. And when I would go to work, for example, 
there would be so many things that would want to take me back into that logical mind, like the numbers and the interactions with the customers that were sometimes, you know, they didn't trust a person who was going to sell them a car. But I would always find a way like a buoy at sea to gain back access to the higher conscious mind. And my day would go much differently as a result of that. So on a practical basis, it's really just a matter of that. And also reminding ourselves of how valuable we are to the bigger picture and infusing our day with self-love. And I always like to ask the universe to do something different that surprises me. And I may run across a person, hear from a person, or hear a statement, but when that happens, then we believe that there's magic, pun intended, with our host, that there's magic in the ethos, and there always is that we can access, and we access it well when we're in the higher mind. I love that. Now, with everything going on in the world, listeners, you know, I'm not going to put my views onto you. You can decide for yourself where things are at. But with everything going on in the world, we're seeing a lot of division, a lot of people, you know, on one side or the other and really against each other. And I've done a few podcasts on this myself. And I think one of the things that surprises me is the division amongst families. Now, my own family experienced it this week. Uh, We had a birthday and some thoughts were exchanged um, and the division increased. So I guess my question out of all of this ramble is when there is physical and emotional division like that and something in the back of your brain says you shouldn't treat your family like this, how do you address that? over all the noise, the white noise of what government says, what workplaces say, what social circles say, but you know in the back of your mind that your family are important. You may be scared to approach them, scared to have an open conversation. How do you really tap into your higher self there? That's a very good question. And I'm very happy to take this on because this can be very pivotal for so many people. First of all, a divisional topic, by engaging in it completely, takes us down from the higher levels to the lower levels, period. If we're in a conversation and we create division, then we've actually stepped out of alignment and we step out of our own ability to create magic in our lives. So we have a choice. Do you want to create magic in your life or do you want to engage in that discussion? Now, it wasn't that long ago, technically, however many thousands of years ago that we lived in nature and we lived off the land. And our societies are way more complex than that, but they're not because the true nature of us exists in unity with the quantum field, which is found in nature. You go out into the forest and The trees do not care what the real estate market is. They just photosynthesize. The birds don't care what the current interest rates are. They're going to find worms to eat. Everything lays in a state of balance. And in that balance, there's peace and there's harmony. 
the the system or the societies that we've created for ourselves don't mimic nature and they're about to they're about to because we're going to discover the limits of making all of these decisions and and assertions based on that that lacks consciousness whatever the viewpoint might be if it's a viewpoint based in the world in that sense and it doesn't take into consideration compassion or oneness with others, then it's not connected to consciousness. And when we're not connected to consciousness, we can't create. Now, I'm going to say this. I believe it's a pretty good trick of the media that likes to pump out all of the negativity. And it certainly does make humanity a lot less powerful because they themselves, if they follow all of that, cannot create magic in their lives. But the minute you separate yourself from that or buffer yourself from that, then you stay connected to the power that creates this world. And when you do that, then you can create miracles in your life. And, you know, with the work that I do, one of the things that I do when I don't participate in those conversations is not like a goody goody thing, but I know what it does because the minute you do it, it takes you down. You feel it, you feel it in your body. And that feeling in your body, quite frankly, is telling you that thought is not of your highest good. Thanks. That really does help the listeners and me uh, in this situation. I think we have really relied on convenience in the modern world. You know, convenience of our foods, of our power, water, and don't get me wrong, I love running water and electricity. I just do. But we seem to have made things so convenient for ourselves as humans that we can't connect to the environment, to other species around us. And I talk about this a lot in environmental connection. And I tell my clients that you need to connect to the environment. You can either have ego, which puts humans as a separate species and more important than anyone, or eco, which sees we are just one species. We have the same rights and responsibilities as every other animal on the planet. So how does talking to your higher self and connecting with your angels help you to connect to environment? That's a very good question. It's a way of actually knowing that all of that is connected because divinity is very actively connected to nature. And for me personally, for example, I lived in Los Angeles and I just moved to Sedona when this division got heightened because you can feel it. You can feel its separation from the divine. I guess that's a great thing to discover in this conversation right now is because that division comes from a mind that is separated from the divine. It's not just separated from other people, it's separated from the divine. Because when we're in nature, something happens that actually overtakes us energetically. And there is nature and consciousness in the trees, in the plants, in the water, in the ocean, and all of that. When people come to Sedona, for example, which is this beautiful red rock uh, area, uh, it's a beautiful 
area where there's these vortexes that the Native Americans did their spiritual rituals because it was so rich in some form of energy. And whether you believed in that energy or not, just when you get into town and you're surrounded by the red rocks and the green trees, your body loosens up its tension. And once that tension is gone, you make this immediate ascend into your higher self because that tension keeps us connected to that lower self, if that makes sense. And when we're in nature, it's an easy portal. When we're with our angels and guides, it's an easy portal to get into that, even if we live in an urban environment. And so because it's one with the quantum field of intelligence, it all has that same value of taking you back in, connecting you. And then once you're connected, then you see everything completely differently. Thanks. Listeners, I have many people come to Holistic Natural Health looking for ways to heal from their initial insults, so from whatever happened when they were a child. And it's usually from a pathogen. But I see many people that I have to work with on a limbic or an emotional level. Seth, how would you explain to people that something that we call an adverse childhood experience, so something that happened in their childhood that they made a limbic or an emotional memory to and it affects them in adulthood, how would you help them to clear that block? Well, the modality I used is hypnotherapy and in the delta brainwave state, which is access to the higher self, I take them, I regress them into that experience where they see it completely differently. They don't experience it with the same fear or their triggers. And their higher self is able to actually release or heal that memory. Very often in those particular situations, we get to see it a little bit differently. And I'm going to use myself as an example, because when I was a kid in school, all 12 years of school, the kids made fun of me for something, whether it was my big ears or my sensitivity or this or that, or the clothes I wore or whatever. I was made fun of constantly in school and it was traumatic. And when I went in hypnotherapy and visited that moment, I was allowed to know from my higher self that I created that experience on my soul's journey to ensure that when I did my work with consciousness and the angels, that I would remain humble and that it created a sense of humility that I would have. And so thus I was able to turn that experience from a trauma to a tool. And very often when we do that, and I'm sure the same thing with your work on some level, whether it's hypnotherapy or even just doing whatever um, modality that you're good with doing, that on some level, the person will realize and turn that experience around and realize how they benefited from it. And then we get to release it because then we're not trying to protect ourselves from it anymore. Exactly. Oh, I love that answer. Thank you. We've had a great chat here. Is there anything else you would like to share with the listeners 
about what it is that you do or anything that you've learned recently that could help them? Yes. And I'm going to speak directly to the division aspect because I'm noticing that a lot of people that I'm encountering have really decided that whatever opinions tie them to division aren't worth being out of unity. And I'm watching some magical and some amazing things happen with people who have decided just to work in unity instead of being attached to something that's fear-based, that's creating division. So, you know, even on the political spectrum, there's no blue versus red anymore. There's no this versus that. And all of the different opinions and people are saying, I've had enough of it. And so because there's a trend of that, and if you, the listener, are now actually getting to the point where you want the unity more than anything, have the courage to do that, to step into that, because there is a trend that's emerging right now that you'll be embraced by, that you'll be brought in by, and that will actually support you in going back to your life and creating miracles. Because all of this division and all of this news, when you keep up with it, it drains you emotionally, spiritually, and physically. And you may have other goals that you want to accomplish, and it literally blocks you from doing that. But by re-emerging and joining in that unity again, all of a sudden, everything that you really want to experience as your soul and give to the world as your soul will then begin to gain momentum like you can't believe. So join in that. It's great. I completely agree. Listeners, this was episode 100 of A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. And I again thank Seth for joining us on this momentous occasion. And what a great guest to have as our 100th episode. Thank you so much. And let's just remind the listeners that they can find you at www.talktomyangels.com. You can also find Seth on YouTube. So, Seth, where can they find you on YouTube? Well, if they go to my site, Talk to My Angels, there's a link that will go right to the YouTube. And thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Listeners, coming up in episode 101, we actually have the basics on how pathogens harm you. Let's really dispel the myths and the stories out there and let's get to real science. I love science. It's great. But real science, not paid science. Very different. Listeners, this was your episode 100. Go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.